The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Ray Sean Friday the 13th. What is Friday the 13th, really? What's the history behind it? Why do we fear it so much? That's going to pretty much be my theme today. But before we get to that, we're going to do some news. Lots of stuff in the news. Telephone number 323-835-1123, politicalbombshow.cf. So, ancient Iceman shows signs of well-balanced last meal. I don't know that you care about that, really. Let's see. I mean, how do they even know? I don't get this. They look at, at, well, they're looking at the corpse. I could see it on the table here and it said that uh he had a a uh a, a last meal of a what's the last meal let's see scientists have uncovered the last meal of a frozen hunter who died 5300 years ago in the alps the stomach con- contents of the corpse widely known as Z, the Iceman, offer a snapshot of what ancient Europeans ate more than five millennials, millennia ago. All right, let's get to it. What did he? What do they eat? What did they eat? Um, on the menu Thursday in the in the journal, current biology were. The fat and meat of wild goat, meat of red deer, and whole wheat seeds. Sounds really balanced. Now I see what they're talking about here. Yummy yum. Yummy yum 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 in my tum tum. Yummy yum 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 in my tum tum. Okay. TGIF. But today is Friday the 13th. Wire. So many obviously scared of this day. Some won't even leave their homes. And people are very superstitious about it. But we'll get back to that later. Let's continue with the news. Burglar breaks into escape room. Then call 911 when he can't escape. I, I just assume it's a he. Let's see. This is too much. Too much. Unbelievable. Yep, it is a he. This source is uh, KPIX, CBS, San Francisco Bay Area. And it says, yep, burglar breaks into escape room, calls 911 when he can't escape. This is too much. Vancouver, Washington. Police say a burglar in Washington State got more than he bargained for 
when he broke into an escape room and ironically couldn't escape. Once we got down there to the business and realized the damage was minimal, we just thought it was hilarious, <laughs> Rob Bertrand told CNN. Bertrand owns a NW Escape Experience and Entertainment Center in Vancouver that challenges groups to work together, find clues, and solve puzzles in order to escape the cleverly designed rooms. The escape rooms provide to be much for the intruder who actually called 911 to help him free. You idiot. Let's see, does it say his name anywhere? According to Clark County Sheriff's Office, Rye Daniel Ward... Right, Daniel Wardlaw broke into, that's his name, into the business earlier on July 8th. You idiot. <laughs> that's too much. That's funny. Funny, funny. Try to break in somewhere and you call for help to escape. How lovely. You know, for idiots like that, they really should lock them up and throw away the key, idiot. Charges dropped. Charges dropped on whom? Let's see what this is. Update. Oh, stupid Stormy Janos. I think I sp I'm not sure if I spoke about this before. I may have put it on my Twitter feed and um, my Facebook, the, um, the Political Bomb Show. But yeah, Stormy Daniels, I, I did put that out there. She was arrested, apparently. Charges against Stormy Daniel dropped hours after the arrest. Let's see. Um, see, stuff like this just make me think it's just all the publicity stuff. I don't even believe it. Stormy Daniel lawyer says the porn star refused to be intimidated following her arrest at Ohio Strip Club and has de decided to perform Thursday after all. I don't care about this washed-up hooker cares. Let's see here. What else we got here? First ever color x-ray on human. Huh, this is interesting. Let's see if they have a picture of it. See what this looks like. Wow. This looks rather creepily, creepy. Wow. Wow, this really is, this is, in, let's see, the Paris, New Zealand scientists have performed the first ever 3D color x-ray on a human using a technique that promises to improve the field of medical diagnos diagnostics, said your uh, Kern Physics Lab which contributed imaging technology. This is, yeah, this looks really, uh, really, wow. I think it definitely will be nice to have a, a um, have a human, I mean a 3D with color x-rays. I think it's gonna be better than those black and white ones that they used to have. So that's a step. In the right direction, I like that. That's pretty cool. Let's see. Housing shortages 
warning of price bubble. I'm not liking this because I am entering into the market for a home, so I'm not liking this at all. Let's see. Hopefully, this is not in the U.S. Let's see. See what this is. The supply of homes for sale in the second quarter of this year, the all-important spring market rose at three times the rate at last year, according to Trulia. But where, 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 where? The supply of homes for sale is still down 5.3% compared to a year ago. Historically, prices lag sales by a few months, and sales have been slowing this year in most major markets. Well, good. I don't want... Yeah, this is in the U.S., so I have to keep an eye on this. Like I, I definitely want to be in the market. I'm entering the market, and I want to... Um, to not suffer from housing shortages. That will be a bad thing. Man injured in knife attack by multiple people on busy NYC street. Let's see what's going on here. This is from the Daily Mail. And it says here, a man was injured in broad daylight on a busy street in Greenwich Village. 911 caller told police that several people were involved in the stabbing Thursday. Police have requested an ambulance for someone with injuries to his face. Mm. It's human nature. They want they, they left this wacko. They talk about banning guns. They don't understand if a person wants to kill, they will find any and any everything to use as a weapon. So they just try to demonize guns. I say, whatever, lefty. A man has reportedly been injured in a knife attack by multiple people in broad daylight in Man busy Manhattan Street. The incident was reported at one thirty p.m. on Thursday. Um, the attack happened outside of 11 West 14th Street. The suspects uh, reportedly filed in a white Mercedes Benz, or fled, rather, in a white Mercedes Benz in New York. License plates. Okay, so it sounds like, I don't know, if it, it doesn't sound random. It sounds like they had a vendetta against the person. They said it was many people that was uh, stabbing the guy. So this wow, is crazy. Um, what do we have here? Papa John's chairman resigned after using racial slurs. It's a sad thing. We still have idiots using racial slurs out there. Let's see. John Snutter, founded founder of Papa John, resigns as chairman of the company's board. Yeah, they they always they always apologize after they do something. It's you shouldn't have done it in the first place. 
Snarder apologized for using the N-word during a May conference call after Forbes magazine reported the incident. The stock surged Thursday morning, recouping Wednesday's losses. Freaking people. I don't want to hear your apology. I don't want to hear your apology at all. Mm. Papa John's founder, John, has resigned, blah, 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 admitting and apologizing for using the N-word doing... What, why did he do it? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Oh, whatever. You're an idiot. Um, what else we got here? A paper said, could Dems nominate Maxine Waters for president? I hope they do. Please do. Please do. With her impeach, 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 impeach. Go ahead. Nominate her. Like Marv would say, yes, nominate her, please. Let's see. I don't even, I'm not going to care to read the story. I say, yes, nominate her. Nominate that. She's just out there, way out there. Interesting. Pizza Hut expands beer delivery. I didn't even know they delivered beer. I'm going to have to start... Calling up, so I don't even drink beer anymore, really. And the type of beer I drink, they probably won't have. I'm very, very particular about the beer that I drink. But I'm, I'm myself when I have beer, it's gonna be from a microbrewery. Um, I love IPAs; they're very, very delicious. So that is um. Let's see, Pizza Hut is expanding a test of delivering beer to more than 100 locations in Arizona and California. Well, that doesn't help me. I don't live in either state. So I'm going to close that out. I don't care. Doesn't affect me. Doesn't affect me. And storming the D cup. Who cares about this washed up hooker? Honestly, she's just washed up. I don't, I don't know why she has so much attention brought to herself because she's a lying hooker, an old hooker. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Study. People dumber doing heat wave. I don't know that you're dumber who doing a heat wave. I could, well, I could attest to that. I don't know when I was doing, doing my show here and I, like I told you guys that I didn't, I don't have the AC, and I had to keep the window closed to block out the sound, and it was like so I was sweltering, and it does something to you to your mind. I believe you just can't think. I so I don't think that you're dumb. Let me just read find the article here. I don't think it's that you're dumb. I just think your brains is for black. I think your brains are starting are just cooking basically. That's what I think. Boston, Massachusetts. With many states dealing with record high temperatures and massive heat wave, many people are probably sick of summer already. 
A new study says that your brain may hate the heat more than you th- you do. It's well. Let's see. Researchers at Harvard University have discovered that a person's brain works thirteen percent slower. See, because it's it, uh, it makes sense because it's hot, and so it's yeah. I already figured this out. Even though I'm not a doctor or a scientist. It's just common sense, basically. Common sense still rules supreme. Some want some of you liberals to try it sometime. Trash piles up in the U.S. as China closes door to recycling. Tebow waits for for the call. Waits for what call? Is Tim Tebow still around? What is he waiting for? For improving Tim Tebow, it's now or never for MLB promotion. I don't care. I really don't. I I don't. I'm sorry. I can't fake that I care. I don't care. U.S. budget deficit narrowed to $74.86 billion in June. That's good. Very good. Ghost particular found. Ghost particular. Oh my god. Okay. Ghost particle found beneath Antarctica. What do you mean ghost particles found? What is this? Do they make these stuff up? The telegraph. I don't know. It's another one of those sites that I just don't know. The secrets of the origins of light are set to be unlocked by the discovery of an elusive ghost particle a mile beneath Antarctica, scientists have announced. Yeah, I don't know about this. I just don't know. I don't know. NASA destroyed proof of life on Mars, why would they do that? Why? You wanna know why? Right after the break. Like most victims, Julie knew her killer. It was her son, who was sitting behind her without a seatbelt. After crushing her to death, he sat back down. Welcome back, Political Bomb Show. So, why did NASA destroy proof of uh, from Mars. Well, according to this article from the Weather Channel, NASA finds possible proof of life on Mars that previously rose 
may have accidentally destroyed 40 years ago. And uh, it says, in a study published last month in journal Science, NASA reported that its Curiosity rover had discovered complex organic molecules on the red planet that may provide proof that the planet could have supported ancient life. On Tuesday, new scientists noted that it is likely one or both of NASA's twin Viking landers came across the very same evidence years ago. Unfortunately, the rover was apparently burned up and the evidence was taken 40 years ago. Okay, so I thought it wasn't done on purpose. I thought thought they were lead, they were uh, talking about something that was uh, malicious. But apparently it was not malicious. It was not malicious at all. Let's see here. Alaska's last two blockbusters closing, leaving just one in the U.S. I don't care. I don't even care. Dad tried to revive baby by shocking with extension cord. Did that even? Wow. Let's see what happened there. What happened there? Arkansas man charged in infant's death. He tried to revive daughter by shocking her with extension cord police. A 19-year-old man is scheduled to go before Crawford County Circuit Judge today, charged with something with smothering his infant daughter, then trying to revive her. Okay, so oh my gosh. Why did he even smother her and then try to revive her? People, uh, Tyler Buchanan was charged Monday with capital murder in the June 12th death of his two-month-old baby, whom he was trying to stop from screaming so he could sleep. So, yeah, I could tell what's happened here. He lost his temper because he couldn't sleep. And he put the pillow over the baby and killed the baby and then panic and then try to revive the baby. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, you, you deserve to, to fry in jail, if not be put to death, honestly. Uh, yeah, you, you, I'm not going to read any more of this. I don't care. I, not that I don't care. I'm too, it makes me too emotionally angry because he's, you are, She's 19-year-olds shouldn't even have babies, much less younger than that, because they just don't have the um, the mental capacity to take care of a baby. And they just snap and they do stupid things like that, like you can't sleep, so you smother, you smother the baby to death, and you try to suck it back to life with an extension cord. This guy should be shocked with, with an extension cord. Oh, I can't deal with ignorance like this. Angers me. Let's see here. Oh, to deploys campaign staff to 
Delaware race, who deploys them? I don't care about politics right now. I don't care, I don't. Latest attempt at the flying car. Let's see what this is all about. This is interests me. I we used to see these things in the movies. Never thought that uh that'd be alive to uh, actually see anything like this. This is a type of flying car in California. I don't know. It looks kind of. I don't know. How it, it doesn't. I don't think I could do a flying car. I don't know that I want to. Because the death are sure to be fatal. Because if you don't want, you know, you know I don't know. If you, it depends on how high up the car will be. See it here. A flying car that will not require a pilot license to operate have unveiled, unveiled in California. Black flies is what they're called, and I guess black fly can travel for up to 25 miles at a speed of 62 miles an hour. It markers say, say that its makers say it will eventually cost the same as a typical sports utility car, but early models will be more expensive. Well, I don't know. Would any of you guys want a flying car? I mean, the possibilities are, obviously, you can avoid traffic that's on the ground. What happens when traffic is in the air, when so many people buy them? And right now, it doesn't travel that far, 25 miles. I would say it probably used these in, in, a, in a city, I guess, where you don't travel that much. Because 20, and um, what does it run on? What does it run on? It was revealed on Thursday. The company is funded by, of course, no one other than the Monopoly Google. Of course, one of the monopolies. Mr. Page is also behind Kitty Hawk, a separate U.S. startup currently testing its personal aircraft. So it seems like different companies are looking into f having flying cars for the p for the public i don't know are we ready for flying cars i don't know about that what else is in the news here anything anything that tempts me uh, cnn msnbc Cover 50, 50th anniversary of RFK assassination extensively. Never mentioned assassin was Palestinian. Of course they wouldn't. Of course they wouldn't mention that. Huge President Trump storms UK. Despite the cowardly, sniveling British press. Wait, this, let's reopen this story here. And I agree with that assessment of the press there in the UK. Let's see what it said. Despite the cowardly sniveling British press and the jihad mayor of Londonstein, many Brits are offering strong support of the president. 
If he came here, I'd shake his hand. Absolutely brilliant businessman, Dean Roberts, running a market stall in blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, yeah. I think I had enough news. Let's get to what I really want to talk about. And when we get back, we're going to get into a little Friday the 13th. Gotten us already? Oh. <laughs> Why are you still here? We're still here because you sprayed us here. What chemical residue left over from your cleaner? Made from toxic ingredients. We give you the impression of clean. And then we get to watch you clean. <laughs> now, if you'd please. Grab the dozy, baby. You don't want to be oh. late for work. Oh. Get in the tub, please. Welcome back. So, let's talk a little bit about Friday the 13th. It's considered an unlucky day in the Western superstition. It occurs when the 13th day of the month in the Gregorian calendar falls on Friday, which happens at least once every year, but can occur up to three times in the same year, like in 2017, it occurred twice. On January 13th and October 13th in 2018, it also occurs twice on April 13th and July 13th, which is today. And there will be two Friday the 13th every year until 2020 where 2021 and 2022 will have just one occurrence in August and May, respectively. So let's talk about a little history here. The fear of the number 13 has been given a a scientific name. I'm probably going to butcher this name. So I will try to read this a little bit slowly. Triscade Cophobia. Triscade Cophobia. That sounds like it. And on analogy to this, the fear of Friday the 13th is called, let's read this slowly, Barra Skividecatrophobia. I'm probably butchering these. I am very sorry. I apologize for that. From the Greek words of Paraski. Okay. Uh, Meaning Friday. 
the superstition surrounding the day may have arisen in the Middle Ages, originating from the story of Jesus' Last Supper and Crucifixion, in which there were 13 individuals present 13 individuals present in the upper room on the 13th of Nisan Monday, Thursday, the night before his death on Good Friday. While there is evidence of both Friday and the number 13 being considered unlucky, there is no record of the two items being referred to as especially unlucky in con- con- in conjunction before the 19th century. So it seems like something that came up in the 19th century. Um, an early documented reference in English occurs in Henry Sutherland Edwards' 1869 biography who died on Friday the 13th. And uh, he was surrounded to the last by admiring friends. Okay. It's possible that the publication in 1907 of Thomas W. Lawson's popular novel Friday the 13th contributed to this 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 disseminating the superstition. So that's pretty much uh, a little history on that. Tuesday the thirteenth in Hispanic and Greek culture. In Spanish-speaking countries, instead of Friday, Tuesday the 13th, Martinez Tris, I must be, I'm probably, probably butchering the name there, is considered a day of bad luck. So they, in Spanish-speaking countries, considered instead of Friday, Tuesday the 13th. I never knew that. I just learned that today. Never knew that. The Greeks also considered Tuesday and especially the 13th and unlucky day. Tuesday is considered dominated by the influence of Arc, Ars, Aris, I guess. Influence of Aris, the god of war. Okay. Aris, the god of war. Mars in Roman mythology. The fall of Constantinople. So, I never knew that Tuesday. Okay, so that's something. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, some stuff I did not know. I, you learn something every day. You learn something every day. Um, I want to play... Uh, what do I want to play here? Uh, I lost my train of thought. I hate when that happens. Don't you? 
Lordy, 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 I've lost my three in the top. So, I want you to listen to this clip and tell me if you believe that this man committed this murder and um, was it on purpose or was it actually self-defense? This is on his, the actual 911 call. And he just seems too calm to me. I just don't know. They were married only seven months. Well, I'll play it for you here. 911, please fire ambulance. Uh, yes, hello? Hi, 911. Do you need the police or the ambulance? Um, yes. Yes, no, I need the police. To what address? What's going on there? Um... A murder has been committed. Oh, a murder has been committed? By who? By me, ma'am. By you? Yes, ma'am. Who did you murder? I murdered my wife. When? Around 7 this morning. Okay, and what's your name? Checkinson Sinclair. Checkinson? Yes. Okay. Is she still there? Yes, she's still here. What did you kill her with? Uh, I killed her with a gun. You shot her? Where'd you shoot her? Uh, I shot her in the head. Is she in the bathroom or is she in the bedroom? Where's she at? She's in the bedroom? Yes. Do you still have the gun? Yes, I still do have the gun. Can, do you have it in your hand or where is it at? It's, it's on a dining table. Alright, we've got somebody coming out there to talk to you. Why did you do this? Um, we got into an argument, and she came at me with a knife. And so you shot her? I mean, I was like, I could defend myself. She was just on the... She was really... She was just going to attack me with a knife. Okay. What was your wife's name? Latwasa Argret. What was it? Latwasa Argret. Okay. How long have you all been together? We've been married for seven months. Seven months? One to eight. Yes. Do you fight often? Uh, yes, we have fight. We, we do fight often. Okay. How do you spell your name? C-H-E-C-K-I-N-G-S-O-N. Okay. And your phone number's... Okay. How long would it take for me to get out here now? Um, it's not going to take them very long. All right, ma'am. All right. Um, can you... 
just not go anywhere near the gun? Do you want to go maybe stand by the front door? I'm, I'm in the living room. Um, the gun is over there by the dining table. I'm, I'm not I'm nowhere near the gun. I'm, I'm not going to test anything there. Okay, well, they're going to be there in just a little bit. I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay. It's up to you. If you want to stay on the phone with me, that's fine. Okay. All right. Thank you. So what do you think? He sound too calm to you? I don't know. He just seemed just too calm, cool, and collective to me. So um, I don't know if I agree. If I uh, now, but you see, I'm just uh, just um, judging it in my own in my own mind. If he's so that calm, it just seems like like he's just too calm, basically. Excuse me. So um, I'm gonna play um, play some a clip here. Um, they'll explain it a lot better than I did. I certainly butchered why we are afraid of Friday the Thirteenth. So I'm gonna play a more articulated clip here, so you can get the gist of it. For centuries, we've been wary of the number thirteen. We've built office blocks and condominiums with 12th and 14th floors, but no 13th. And Winston Churchill, considered by many to be one of the most rational and pragmatic historical figures, refused to sit in the 13th row at the theater. Even some airlines, like Continental, Air France, and Ryanair, don't have a 13th row. We both fear and respect the number 13, but just what is Triskaidekaphobia, the fear of the number 13, and where does it originate from? Today we'll find out, in this episode of the Infographic Show, why are we afraid of Friday the 13th and the number 13? First of all, we must consider the number 12 as the perfect number. The ancient Sumerians produced a numeral system based on the number 12 that we still enjoy today. Calendars have 12 months, the day is halved by two sets of 12, 12 is a whole, complete, perfectly divisible number. So why then is 13 so sinister? Is it just that 12 is so ideal that we must find something inherently bad in 13? As any theology student will tell you, there were 13 disciples at the Last Supper, and the 13th person to take his seat was probably Jesus, although some say it was the backstabbing Judas who took chair number 13. Whoever took that last 13th seat came to a sticky end. Matthew says that Judas committed suicide after the crucifixion, while the early Christian leader Papias says that Judas walked around in the world a sad example of impiety for his body having swollen to such an extent that he could not pass where a chariot could pass easily so Judas may well have grown to a size 13. The Last Supper took place on the 13th day of the month, and the crucifixion occurred on Friday the 13th. The Knights Templar, protectors of the Holy Grail, the cup Jesus drank from at the ominous shindig, were all slaughtered on order from Pope Clement on, yes, Friday the 13th. 13 is also an unlucky number if you find yourself unfortunate or guilty enough to be sentenced to hang for a crime. There were 13 long steps up to the gallows, and only one short cut down. A coven of witches has 13 members, and if there are 13 letters in your name, you are surely cursed to damnation. Jack the Ripper, Jeffrey Dahmer, and Charles Manson all had 13 letters in their birth names. 
And it's not just on planet Earth that the number 13 is considered unlucky. Apollo 13, the seventh manned mission in the Apollo space program, was launched in 1970 from the Kennedy Space Center, but the lunar landing was aborted after an oxygen tank exploded and the astronauts were lucky to return to Earth six days later with their lives intact. Even in space, the number 13 is the unluckiest number. In tarot, the 13th card in the deck is death. To draw the death card in the tarot doesn't mean that you will die straight away. Death in the tarot sense is more about change, rebirth, and creation. But if you do draw the death card on the 13th day of the month, and see a black cat crossing your path, and the moon is full, and you happen to be superstitious, you may potentially have an unlucky day. But you probably won't die, not that day anyway. But why is Friday considered the unlucky day? In biblical terms, Friday has had a checkered history. Jesus was crucified, and Eve tempted Adam on a lazy Friday afternoon, Abel was slain by Cain, and the Great Floods began on a Friday. Historically, Friday doesn't fare well either. Citizens were executed in Rome on a Friday, and also on a Friday, in Britain, people were usually hung, meaning that on Saturday, people were usually hung over after merrily watching one of their fellow men be eliminated the night before. Fridays in theological and historical texts usually spells bad news. The number 13 isn't totally unlucky wherever you go in time and history. The ancient Egyptians considered 13 fortuitous. China has a deep fear of the number 4, the Japanese avoid the number 9, and the unluckiest number in Italy is 17. Indians have a deep distrust of 26, and in Bulgaria, the number 088-888-8888 is the one to be most terrified of all numbers following the acquisition of that jinxed phone number by a number of high-profile people who subsequently died according to urban myth. The former US flag had 13 red and white stripes and 13 stars representing the first 13 colonies that founded the country. Christopher Columbus landed on the Western Hemisphere on October 13th, although deliberately changed the official date to the 12th of October to avoid the scandal of a cursed landing. Sikh religion believes the number 13 is special. In Punjabi, 13 translates to yours, or I am yours, my lord, and is considered divinely lucky. Moreover, in bakery circles, 13 is also considered lucky. A baker's dozen, or 13, is the ordinarily 12 with one added just for luck. The number 13 also represents femininity as the number of lunar or menstrual cycles in a year is often around 12 or 13. In China, women make offerings of mooncakes with the number 13 imprinted on them as 13 denotes blood, fertility, and lunar potency and good luck from the great female goddess. 13 represents the life cycle and the rhythm of nature and the moon. So that pretty much... Uh covers why we are afraid when i say we i don't mean myself because i'm not believing in this superstitious but um why people who are superstitious why they they feel the need to be afraid when i was growing up i was a huge fan of friday the 13th as far as the movie franchise goes and i you know i'm not what changed my taste in movies? Because, I mean, my I guess my friends and I, we were just into it. We'd rent the VCR movies there and just watch them. And we watched pretty much everything from Jason to uh, Freddy Krueger, Child's Play. You know, uh, what's, the, what's the one? The one, I can't think. Pinhead. I forget the name of the movie, but Pinhead. What was that movie? Hell's... I can't even think of the name of it, but the movie with Pinhead. Pretty much all we watched was was horror. But 
I don't know, my taste changed. I don't watch horror that much, although I think that horror is making a comeback, and I've been going to the movies, watching more and more of them. Like, the her- Hereditary, I didn't really like that one. I don't like anything dealing with satanic stuff, and that's pretty much what it ended up being. I'm not going to talk about the end, in case you haven't seen it, but child, I've always been a a fan of horrors, but Jason, I have to say that he was my all-time favorite as a kid. I just loved his movies. I don't know why. I really enjoyed watching his movies, but I never knew the history behind the movies, and so... I want to play a little clip here of the untold truth about Friday the 13th, and it's going to pretty much give you a brief history of the movie and the franchise and why certain things are. And it was a learning experience for me. It's very, you know, I enjoyed listening to this myself when I was doing my research because, like I said, I'm a huge fan of the franchise. So um, let me play this right now. The hockey mask wearing, machete toting Jason Voorhees has terrorized unsuspecting teens since Friday the 13th hit screens in 1980. The franchise has produced 12 movies, a TV show, a series of comics, and a few brutal video games. But audiences still want more. Take a look behind the mask to see how he became one of the most recognizable movie monsters of all time. Here's the untold truth of Friday the 13th. Save the date. Following his work on Wes Craven's The Last House on the Left, director-producer Sean Cunningham sought to capitalize on the growing slasher movie trend. In a pretty brilliant marketing move, Cunningham took out an ad promoting the film before he had any financial backing. He called the unscripted film Friday the 13th, mimicking the date-specific theme set by the Halloween series. The strategy worked, and as word spread of what the ads called the most terrifying movie ever made, investors actually started reaching out to him. He found himself with a budget for a film with a title, but no plot or characters. So, why Friday the 13th? Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. Joshua Voorhees? Miller originally wrote the character of Jason Voorhees as Josh, but changed it to avoid giving him the same name as his own son, Joshua. And because really, Josh Takes Manhattan probably wouldn't have quite the same ring to it. At the time, the character's name had little significance. He wasn't even written to appear in the film until later drafts, and even then, only in his mother's dream sequences. Masked Murderer Jason didn't take his iconic masked form until Friday the 13th Part 3. While the original character was created by screenwriter Victor Miller and director Sean S. Cunningham, the hockey mask was a contribution from Part 3 director Steve Miner to replace Jason's usual burlap sack. Steve had done a whole bunch of uh, hockey documentaries, uh, you know, and (laughs) when when he was learning the editing craft, and I think that just out of that, he said, well, let's at least try this. And, and it, that was the choice for Friday 3, and it just stuck. The mask worn by Jason in Part 3 was replicated from a Detroit Red Wings Goldie mask, and variations appeared throughout the rest of the series. Minus suggestion of the hockey mask secured Jason as an iconic figure, making him the master of terror that we know today. Camp Crystal Lake 
Camp Nobi Bosco, or the North Bergen Boy Scouts Camp, has been operational since 1927, but you might know it better as Camp Crystal Lake. The New Jersey Summer Camp runs regular day tours of the grounds to satisfy the curiosities of horror fans. But Nobi Bosco is otherwise reserved exclusively for Boy Scout activities. According to the official site, the $100 tickets sell out quickly, but they're good for a 5-hour guided tour of all the key massacre locations. If you can't make it out to Jason's Bloodstained Stomping Grounds, you can buy a chunk of the original Camp Crystal Lake dock, a slice of log cabin, or a bottle of water from the lake, in which young Jason famously drowned. Kill her, mommy! Friday the 13th's signature sound cue is actually the voice of composer Harry Manfredini. Cunningham approached Manfredini to create a musical cue that would characterize the presence of the unseen killer. Manfredini took a cue from the film itself. When Jason's mother utters those terrifying words, Kill her, mommy! Manfredini repeated the words, applied a heavy reverb to his voice, and the result became iconic. The effect that was initially created to foreshadow Mrs. Voorhees would cue the presence of Jason in all the new films to follow. A new car After failing to cast Shelley Winters for the role of Mrs. Voorhees, the production team sought out veteran television actress Betsy Palmer, who initially turned it down upon reading the script, which she thought was awful. Palmer eventually caved and took the role because she desperately needed a new car. And truly, I only did the darn thing to, to buy a car. I really did. At the end of filming, she could afford a Volkswagen Scirocco. She changed her mind after production began when effects artist Tom Savini showed her some pictures of his effects work. When a picture of the effects for the young deformed Jason came up, he told her, That's your son. From that point on, Palmer gained sympathy for Pamela Voorhees and delivered a performance that would become a milestone of her career. <laughs> Best Body Count Jason's kills have been tallied at numbers ranging between 158 and 300, but it's still unanimous that Jason is responsible for more on-screen fatalities than any of his horror villain contemporaries. The wide margin of error is attributed to Mrs. Voorhees being the original killer, a grief-sick father emulating Jason in Part 5, and because many of his kills in Freddy vs. Jason are attributable to Freddy via mind control. Even the lower-end figure lands Jason miles ahead of Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, or Leatherface. So, how long can you hold your breath? Ready? survive this as the average person can hold their breath for 45 seconds in the water you might not last 10 even on a warm day cold water shock can leave you helpless british and irish waters are dangerously unpredictable over 200 people accidentally die each year so that's um i hope that you enjoyed that because that if you're Friday the 13th fan like I am, I'm sure you enjoyed that. That was, uh, was a treat for me anyway. I didn't know a lot of these things there. Like the iconic ch 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 ah, ah, ah. had no idea how they did it. That was really pretty creative. So it's great to, to learn certain things about the movie and the franchise. 
I didn't, I didn't realize they made so many of them either. But am I wanting for more? Yes. If done right, I would love to see another one. I think it'd be great. I'd like to see a remake of, and I, I, I think in the name of the movie is Hellraiser with the pinhead. I'd like to see a remake of that one, although that is sort of on the, I don't know if it was demonic, but I mean, I guess this was somewhat, yeah. I gotta, I gotta look it up, see how it was, but pinhead was something. He, he was, uh, I don't know, he was just a character that, I, that was just, I can't describe it. He was just, there's certain characters that I enjoy watching their personalities unfold. For instance, like Resident Evil, the the young, um, what do you call it? The, not the android, the little girl who says, you all are going to die down here. I liked her. She, so certain movies personalities I relate to. Am I the only one? Am I talking to myself here? Or does anyone relate to what I'm saying here? Anyway, I hope you enjoyed your little history lesson here on Friday the 13th. And don't be superstitious. Don't, you know, just walk with the Lord and you will be fine. Have a good weekend, everyone. Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, baby.